0: This is Dream Big with Dina Budano. I'm creating this podcast to give us a space to bring all your ideas to the table. Hey, 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 everybody. It's another podcast episode with Dream Big with Dina Budano. I am so excited for my guest today. You guys are going to love her. She's got great energy. Just a great spirit, has a hummingbird for her logo, so we'll learn more about that later. But I want you guys all to um, know her. We met just recently and had a great connection. Just I think we talked for a couple hours at the coffee shop, but it was fun to get to know her more. And everybody, I'd love to introduce Tara Lane. to you. So go ahead and tell everybody a little bit
1: about who you are and what you do. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Dina. I am so happy to be on your podcast today and so happy that we became friends. Um, but I am Tara Lane. I am owner and operator of Tara Lane Insurance, which is a local health insurance brokerage here in Spokane. Um, and we just moved here almost about three years ago and um, been very, very excited to be in the Pacific Northwest.
0: We're so glad to have you in our community. And I know it was kind of a rough start. And I remember, you know, I'm like, give Spokane a little bit more chance. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) No, absolutely. And it it really has. And it's so funny because I just went back to Colorado, my hometown, and we don't leave there. Like my entire family is in Colorado, but I went back to Durango and it's fun. It's nice to go back and visit, but I honestly thought I was going to go back and like want to move home and you know, and I actually ended up having the whole opposite feeling. I came home and I was like, I know I was like, I, I was like, Spokane is this is home. So I came back and me and my husband were sitting in the yard and I just like had a reflecting moment and was like, you know what, you know, heart home is really where the heart is. And I am now learned, I mean, now that there's events going on. I like purposely like, we've got to go check that out. We've got to go do that. So, um, I think that was a great eye opener and God's just blessings are so good. So.
0: I love it. I love, love, love it. Well, this is the Dream Big Podcast. So, of course, I like to take us on a little journey here for you, for I, for the audience. Like, I just love to start in that space, kind of get us connected to our inner child and really be able to dream and have fun with it. So, I love my first question. What did you dream about as a young child? And it can have nothing to do with what you do today. It's just <laughs>
1: fun to hear what people, you know,
0: w- where. Where they got excited as children.
1: So it's so funny because when I was younger, I literally thought I was going to be the next like Selena. I wanted to be a singer. I did not know. I cannot sing. When I was younger, I really thought I could sing. And even for my mom's wedding, I, you know started practicing and thought I was going to sing at her wedding and my mom was like no that's not happening <laughs> you know but um so I, I originally thought i was going to be famous i honestly that was my biggest dream growing up was being famous and then when i realized that i didn't have a singing talent uh then i wanted to be a reality tv star because i was a uh, um in that generation where reality tv was like super popular this was like right when the kardashians i think were you know big and um, so I wanted to do that. But then I realized that that was not going to lead me to a long lasting career. And when I went to college, I realized that that was probably not a, a good dream. And then I had to switch gears. But it's just so funny. I thought I would be famous when I was older. And I'm not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so cute. I love I love the Kardashians too. It's funny when <laughs> our world started changing, and we have this like look into people's lives, you know?
1: <laughs> right, I know it's so fun. Well, and I I loved it. Like I would get, you know, like I um, Laguna Beach was like one of my favorite shows in high school. Like I never missed an episode in the Hills, and so and the the Real World, like all of those shows, I was so into, and so it's just so funny. They kind of disappeared a little bit, but they were big when. I was like just starting wanting to get into a career. So it's just funny that that is not how it worked out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, tell us then,
0: how did you get started um, in this industry?
1: Oh, great question. It's so funny when people ask because nobody, I feel like nobody wakes up and they're like, you know what, today I want to sell health insurance for the rest of my life. You know, so um, in college, I actually am a... uh, bachelor's of science marketing major. I graduated out of Metro State University out of Denver. And I was the first person in my family to graduate college. But uh, in marketing school, they don't really, I mean, you just go for marketing. It's not very narrowed down to like, if I want to be a digital marketer or or this or that. And so when I got out of school, I was like, okay, I've got a degree, but I've got nowhere to go. And so right away, I had to get a job. And um, I started at the buckle doing like a management trainee position was going to start a store there and quickly realized that retail was not going to be my future for the rest of my life. Anybody that's been in retail, you realize that it's not for everybody. And I did it all through college and high school. And which again, great sales skills. Um, I learned a lot of sales skills from that, but just didn't see longevity um, doing that. So I then quickly transitioned out to find expert witnesses for plaintiff and defense attorneys. So that was interesting. I um, started doing marketing work for, for them at, in Denver, where if you got into a car accident and let's say you were suing somebody, we would go out and find experts in those fields to kind of help testify against whoever in court. Um, but I traveled a lot and I was really, really young. I think I was 23 right out of college at that point. And so I was traveling a lot for work. And again, if anybody's traveled for work and not pleasure, it's not the same. Um, mm-hmm. It was really exciting and fun for the first few months, but quickly realized again that's not really. Well, my path and journey was gonna be so. Um, I had then re- researched some jobs at Colorado Springs because I had met a boy, which is crazy, and moved wanted to move down to Colorado Springs and um, found a job there. Actually, a receptionist um, at a firm called Accelerated Wealth, which does financial planning, mm-hmm. and started as a receptionist there, and then kind of moved up the ladder doing like a executive work for the agents there. And I would pay his bills because he was a life insurance agent and did annuities. And I was paying his bills and was seeing his commissions coming in. And I was like, wait, why am I working for you? I need to get into this. So long story short, I ended up getting my my life license and health license and transitioned to their sister uh, company up in Denver uh, doing health insurance. But I was just a receptionist, literally started at the very, very bottom, just answering phones. And then was like, Hey, I really like sales. I'm very, I'm interested in the health insurance. I might want to do this. And so they transitioned me into a sales agent. And I had been with that company for gosh, almost eight years um, before I started Terralene insurance and quickly did not quickly actually realize that I could do this on my own. Um, but so glad that I branched out and started doing it because it really is a career that you can make a great living with and longevity and leave a legacy for the people behind me to come. So, um, it's been, it's been quite the transition, but I love what I do and I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, just took me a couple turns and twists to get there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But those, all of those turns and twists led you to where you are today and you needed those skills Yes, love to you. Today I love that. Like yes. i am always like grateful and thankful for my turns and twists too because they've always been a piece uh, like a piece of the puzzle that I needed
1: along the way. So Right. Right. Yes. And I also too, think that, you know, it really honed my skills. Like when I started as a receptionist at my previous company that I was working for, I had to learn the very front end, you know, the customer. Like I didn't know anything about health insurance, like nothing. So Being on that front end and starting at kind of what you say at the bottom, I I don't like to say that because administrative positions are so stinking important for companies. Um, And you really like that's if you're anybody's looking to get their foot in the door. That's really where people need to start is kind of there. But you get the opportunity to really learn the business from a completely different angle, almost like a customer service angle and not like the sales angle that now that I'm on the sales side of things, I completely understand the back end, like why it's important to have paperwork done, you know, notes done, copying everything, you know, like CYA yourself on literally everything. So again, I'm very appreciative that I started there and was in that position for that time period, because I think now it's really honed my skills as an expert in the health insurance field from seeing it out of a different lens. So yeah, yeah. Um, very grateful for those opportunities for sure.
0: So how old were you when you decided to do your own business then? Or how, like, not how old were you, but how long ago did you decide to do your own business? How long have you been working for your, just for yourself?
1: Yeah, so Terralane Insurance actually launched August 1st of last year. So we're coming on our year anniversary, which hey. is super, super, super exciting. Yeah, but I, you know, I had started the journey. I don't know if people have heard of 75 Hard. Um, but it's really like a mental challenge. People will call it like a physical challenge, but it's really there to teach you how to be consistent in life. And um, so I embarked on that journey about two years ago, my very first time a friend had done it. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm looking for a change. I need something. I was just searching for something, you know, to because I was sick of just waking up every day, doing the same things. Nothing was different. And so the 75 hard program really challenged me to read. I hated reading before. I thought I did. I thought I didn't like to read. I never read a book my entire life from, from front to back ever. And this year, I think I'm on my, like, literally probably like 20, 20th book. I, that's been a lot. How? Um, but you read 10 pages a day and I, that's a good enough for me. It's 10 pages a day. I can't, I don't read any more than that. Don't read any less than that, but 10 pages a day. And I was reading a book by, um, called the 10 X rule by Grant Cardone and mm-hmm. a fantastic book if no one's read it, but I read the, that 10 X rule. And there was a part in the book that, that states you can either work, you know, the same, you can work the same eight hours for either yourself or somebody else either, but you're either making yourself millions or you're making somebody or you're, you're making somebody else millions or you're making yourself millions. And right then I was like, what am I doing? Like, I I'm very grateful for this opportunity, but I have so much more time ahead of me that if I just keep pushing this off and pushing this off, I'm by the time I know it, I'm going to be 50 and right. not start anything. And I would rather take the leap now and say, Hey, you know what? At least I took my chance and did it and fail completely. than wait 20 years and look back and be like, why didn't I start that? You know? And so that moment I talked to my husband and said, you know, like, I don't know if I want to be working for somebody for the rest of my life. Like, I think I can do this. It's going to be very challenging. And I'm leaving a very lucrative position to do that. But if I don't, like, there's a bigger consequence. And so I, we had a discussion and July 5th, actually, it's coming up. July 5th is when I gave notice to my previous company that I was starting my own.
0: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I love that we're on this journey together here too. This is fun. Yes. So. Yeah. There's something that you said about, you know, feeling, but what if you succeed? So there's always that too. Yes. And failures only give you the knowledge that you need for the next success.
1: <laughs> totally. I, and I, and it's been going fantastic again. That's a testament to the community here in Spokane. um, have just really embraced our company and I've gotten so many referrals and so much great feedback that you know it is showing that land insurance can be successful and um, it's just up from here so I am so grateful that I made that decision and for anybody listening that it may be in that kind of middle point of like hey do i take the leap of faith or i go but seriously just go like if you don't go now like there's always chances to you know make up for failure later just like you said but now is the time like now is the time so yeah. i just encourage anybody that is is even contemplating to start their own thing to just take a leap of faith and do it because you won't regret it
0: i love that yep i totally agree totally agree um I want to know why you picked a hummingbird for your logo. I just love your logo. It just makes me so happy.
1: <laughs> Thank you. No, no, I, I appreciate that. So actually my, my mom loves like birds and hummingbirds and stuff like that. And so another thing that it means is um, if you see a hummingbird, and they come up to you. It's usually like a symbol from an angel. And there's some like other like native uh, meanings of it, but they bring like joy, healing and luck. And so I just love the part of like the messaging from an angel, because like, I really believe that Terralene insurance goes beyond the insurance. Like we want to be involved in so many nonprofits and just be a resource for the community, not just be here for just health insurance, you know? And so I just love the hummingbird because it's a symbol that angels are coming to visit you and brings joy and and peace. Um, so that's why we chose the hummingbird. and. Yeah.
0: I love it. Fun. I know. I'm, I'm obsessed with hummingbirds too. They,
1: <laughs> my mom is so obsessed. I,
0: I really honestly feel like that's like my spirit animal. <laughs> and even, even my kids will say that too.
1: <laughs> well, I either, and they're beautiful too. Like we've got um, a hummingbird feeder in our house. We haven't seen very many here, but like in Colorado, you get them all the time. Like Durango, there's, Tons of them. And so my mom and I like to, can just sit outside and just watch her hummingbird feeders. And yeah, wow. they're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful animals.
0: I know we get, we get just the short season with them, but I get so excited when they come. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I and know. One of them flew in my house this year. Like a, a hummingbird came inside my house. I know. I would, we were like, Randy and I, it was like 10 o'clock at night. And we were like, Oh, gosh,
1: buddy, like. And they're so tiny, like how, you know,
0: so thankfully we got him, we were able to help him get, or her, I think it was the guy get out, but, and he slept on the hummingbird feeder all night long. So I don't know what happened. Like if he got like something happened, but anyway, it was like, oh my gosh, there's a
1: hummingbird in my house. I love it. That's that's insane. My friend actually here, he um, has the same hummingbird family come back to his house every year and lay Mm -hmm. eggs and the little eggs are like teeny tiny. Um, but he has the same family come back to his his house every year. I'm like, that's what I need. Yeah, that's I family. have that too. Yeah, it's the same. Yes. I know
0: you'll have it. You'll have it. That's so awesome. Well, walk so I know you really like touched on your background and how that's serving you currently with what you're doing now, but walk us through. I want to know this is my favorite question. Walk us through that very first client like, how did it feel for you? Did you have fear? Did you have doubt? Were you like, I'm doing this? Like, just walk us through that, that process and how that felt.
1: I will never, I've actually remember my first two, like my first individual health insurance appointment and my Medicare appointment. And my first, this is a funny story. My very first call, I was Clustered up in arms, sweating bullets. Did not know what to say. I'm mean, freaking out because you literally are on a call, doing a screen share, walking through an insurance plan. So I was like, I had an appointment like ten minutes, like I was getting ready for it, and my phone wasn't working, and I was freaking out because I was like, oh my gosh, like I have an appointment in ten minutes. How is my phone not working? Had the whole office up in arms trying to figure this out. Like, ran to my CEO at the time and was like, I cannot get my phone to work. Like, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. He comes over and he's like, Tara, your phone's not plugged in. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, I need to take a deep breath and calm down because it literally, my phone just wasn't even plugged in at that point. Um, and I won't, it was actually one of my, another agent's really good friend who had some health issues. So it was kind of a complex health insurance discussion, but he was such a great guy. Definitely gave me a little bit of grief on the phone because he knew it was my first time. Uh, (laughs) So I couldn't have been happier to have that client as one of my first, because he was really, really sweet, but I just remember my very first call just being so panicked and could not take a breath to even see that my phone wasn't even plugged in. And so it was just off to a rocky start. And then my Medicare app, same thing. I had even been doing individual health for probably three years at this point. And so it wasn't like it was a huge different of a conversation, but I was so nervous and so scared, but it's always that very first one. That's the worst. Once you get that first one over, then it's like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Like then I can do a second, third and fourth. And by the end of that open enrollment period, there was other agents working there. I was probably one of the, the top leading agents at the time we would set goals, of course. And I was like the top leading one. And it was my very, very first year. So again, it's just that that first call is the hardest, but taking a deep breath and just realizing that we're human. People are just humans. Right. And we don't have to be so scared that, that, you know, to have a conversation that people are people. And people want to do business with people. And it's okay to say, I don't know sometimes, you know? So, um, but I will never forget that. It's a, It was a funny joke in the office because all it took me to just plug my phone in and I would have been fine. <laughs> plug in the phone, make sure phone. Just look down, it's fine. It's just not plugged in. <laughs>
0: That's so cute. Well, thank you for that. Um, yeah. I know, you know, just... The, just the fear, like the scariness until you like have it under your belt. And then you're like, oh, OK, I can do this. I got this. I got this. So I love I love that you turn that around really quickly. And then you were like hitting your goals. So good for you, because sometimes it it takes people out a while and and they have to like go through that process again. So good for you. Yes. So what is your key motivation? I know you talked a little bit about this, but I just didn't know if there was anything else you wanted to share, like your key motivation, because I know you're just coming up on a year. Congrats. Mm -hmm. Um, Has any of that changed in the last year or are you pretty much like still with the same like motivation for doing it that you were a year ago?
1: No, absolutely. I still got fire underneath me because I just – I have such big goals for Terralane insurance. Like when I started, I think that my goals weren't big enough, Mm. you know? And I feel like as we are now hitting a year, they've just gotten bigger, um, and I just want to see Tarlene Insurance in like all fifty states. I want to have like I want to be like big, like where you see like John L. Scott's name like everywhere here in town. Like yeah. I want to be Insurance, and so I think honestly, it's it's gotten me more jazzed and more pumped to just like do big and better things because I want to do again just more than insurance. I want to be able to be so big where I can, you know, help young kids because. I have, um, you know, not the best childhood and growing up. And so I was always, I felt like supposed to be like a statistic, you know, I was supposed to be, you know, just based on my, my mom getting into some drugs in which we were younger and, and getting taken away. And that's a whole nother podcast probably, but, um, being the first person to graduate high school and then college and, just like constantly having to be, I was supposed to be a statistic, you know, like be young teen mom and not finish school and probably be doing drugs. And that was never, that was never who I wanted to be. And so I've always just had this fight with me that, you know, finish school, finish. And then I did, I did finish high school and then I finished college and now getting this opportunity to run my own business. I'm just never going to let this go. And I want to be able to share and help the community. Cause I I was part of big brothers, big sisters growing up and part of these like other things that had those yeah. programs in the community, not been there. I may have not been Terrellian insurance today, you know? And so I want to be able to like, just grow Terrellian insurance to the point where we can like start and, you know, maybe even create our own nonprofit organization for younger teens like myself that were, you know, may have parents who were on drugs or they didn't, you know, have parents growing up or didn't have any mentors to lean on and see what right from wrong, like just create an organization of something like that, where we can, just help the community in that space for young teens, because I think that's a really important time of people's lives. And you can either go one direction or the other. And I just want to be a resource to tell young kids that hey, it doesn't have to be that other way. You can own a business, you can graduate college, you can graduate high school. And if college is not, I guess there's trades, but you can own a plumbing company, you can own an electrical company. Like there are so many other opportunities that we can have. Like just because you had a past in your childhood. Does not shape who you need to be as an adult, and so I just want to see Tarling Insurance just so much bigger than just a health insurance firm. So they've got sister, amen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love your heart. I love your, I love that that you did that for your for you, for yourself, and that you have a strong desire to leave a legacy for your future generations
1: too. So yes. And I would hire them, you know, it's like, yeah, I would love to even like hire the young people into this and show them like that they can do this and they can run their own companies because I, I, I didn't, I didn't see that growing up, you know, like I didn't know that I could own a business. That's why it was never in my head. I was like, I always thought I was going to work for somebody else because I just never thought, I just never thought I could you can. And there's always, if there's a will, there's a way and God's good. So yeah.
0: Well, how has your business impacted your life so far? It's
1: been, I traded working 40 hours a week to working 80. I feel like it's not, not (laughs) and I'm learning a lot. I'm wearing a lot of hats. Like I have to be the receptionist. I have to be the applications person. Like I, you know, I'm doing everything right now. And so you learn very quickly and you learn to adapt. And it's been extremely humbling um, the first year, because when people say that, I mean, you are grinding, grinding, it is the truth. There is no, there's no sugarcoating that. And if you are going to start a business, just know that your first, second years are, they're going to be tough. And it's really, really important to have community and have you know, people around you that support you and understand that, hey, I may have to work Saturdays and Sundays all day for four months straight. You know, like I may not get to go out and do these family events or go on vacations. Like I've got blackout dates. I can't just take time off because I have a business to run. Um, So it's been really challenging in the fact that you trade. I mean, every hour there's something to do. And if you're not, that's one thing I really struggled with is if I'm not doing something that guilt, because if I'm not now you know, making sales or getting leads or doing appointments or following up, then that's on me. Everything falls on my shoulders. And so, um, that's one thing that I could probably get better at is not having that like business owner guilt, that if you're not on 24 seven and you're not running hard 24 seven, um, that you're going to fail. Cause that's not true. I have seen, you know, successful business owners, a personal back in their life as well. Like I could, it's okay to take an hour out of the day to go to the gym, you know, and have some mental, I think I yeah. shared that with you too, is just, so yeah, I feel like the guilt part has been challenging, Um, but we're working through it. And I just hope again, that we just continue to grow and that will start to subside. I don't think we'll ever stop having that hard work ethic. Cause I think that's just been built in me, like just to be a worker, but um that it's okay to take a lunch break and it's okay to take 45 minutes out of your day to go on a walk outside. Yeah. And that's
0: why, that's why I I asked what's your favorite activity outside of work that you (laughs) enjoy just because it is, you know, that, that, because that's actually going to, those things that you enjoy doing will give you the energy that you need
1: to keep grinding, to keep going. Totally. I totally agree with that. And, and working out, like, that's one of my like biggest, like, that is like my like time. Like I, if I'm not working out, then I'm not like. Caroline. So, but wakeboarding too. We finally in that summertime. Yeah, We're getting out on the the water over the weekends and and wakeboarding too. But those are like the weekends are a little easier than the weekdays. But I definitely I make sure point though to like get myself to the gym because if I'm not, then I'm not in a good headspace and can't function well and can't provide the client service that I want to. So I have been trying to make that a priority in the middle of the day to at least make it to the gym, even is for 45 minutes. That's my thing is working.
0: Yeah. I, love it. I love it. Okay. I'm really excited to ask you this question and I'm really curious to see what you're going to say. What is the one piece of advice you would give to your younger self?
1: It's Really good. And, you know, I thought about this one because that I have, I have so much to say, but I would honestly, and I think I've already touched on this a little bit in the beginning, but to just keep going and to not stop, you know, like even when you feel like everything's against you, that just keep going and to start sooner. Like I wish I would have. And again, it's all relative because without the previous jobs or the journeys that I went through, I wouldn't be here today. But had I known what I know now, I would have started my business five years ago. I would have started in my early twenties. I would have started investing into retirement in my early twenties. I would have started a business in my early twenties. I would have, um, so I would have started earlier, but just again, just keep going. And there's no challenge that you, you can't, you know, get to and not face and be able to overcome. Because when I was graduating high school, that was like the biggest, you know, accomplishment. Like I thought I could never do it, you know, because I was basically doing it on my own. And then I did that. And then the next big hurdle was college. That was like a huge, you know, I was like, there's no way I could do this. Like nobody's graduated college in my family. How am I going to do this? Like, again, having that, you know, statistical thing in my head that you're not supposed to make it, you're not supposed to make it and had everything against me. But really at the end of the day, it wasn't, it was like, I could drive myself there and then boom, I satisfy that goal, you know? And so I just, I would have told my younger self to just start sooner Mm. because I would be in a completely terrible insurance might, may be that giant big business today. But again, it's, I'm happy for the journey now that we're leaning into, but I would have definitely started in my early twenties for sure.
0: Love that. All right. Well, this is my very last question and I never prep anyone for it because I want it to be super spontaneous. Um but it's my favorite question cuz this is the Dream Big podcast. Yeah. So I want to know what's next. What's your next 5 to 10 years that you're shooting for? Your goals are I mean I can kind of I can kind of tell from what you said, but I want to know if there's like anything more to add to that.
1: Um <laughs> yeah, so I actually now that I've well, I've got a couple other companies in mind and so once I get Lane Insurance like going I want to start A couple more, but for Terralene Insurance specifically, I want to, in the next year, want to at least hire a receptionist or somebody to work on my team, which kind of is unheard of within the first three years of opening your agency. Usually don't do that for a while, but I would love to at least get another team member. And then in like 10 years, I want to have like 50 agents underneath me, which is insane Mm -hmm. because people that have been in this industry, like even for years and years and years have not gone to 50. That's pretty aggressive. But again, I just want to see Tara Lane like billboarded everywhere and have people be able to start their own books of of health insurance and be able to expand, but just have Terra Lane insurance just literally be everywhere in every state. And that's my like 10 year goal is just to be like John L. Scott, like honestly, and have agents underneath me and be able to coach them and show them how we got to where we are and give them an opportunity to have a legacy of their own. So there's some big things coming in the pipeline. Um, I'm going to keep, I'm not going to share them today, but um, once I can get Lane insurance going, I'm going to add a couple other things that will help Terraline insurance and their clients. So cool. stay tuned for what's going to happen here in the next probably 12 months.
0: Cool. I love it. Well, I'm yes. going to, I'm going to see you. I, I already see in my head. I already see the billboard with your picture on it. Terraline insurance.
1: Yes. You see the big hummingbird, like yes. all the things. That's the thing. It's like that hummingbird too, is like, I want to be so known that when people see that hummingbird, it's like McDonald's, you know, you just think of Teraline yeah. insurance like that big. That's yeah. how big I want to be is when you see that. You're like, oh, that's terribly an insurance and eventually have a jingle. We'll have like, you know, oh, like fun. <laughs> she Sheila. She always,
0: Sheila always sings these songs. She's always got a song in her head and we'll have to see if she can find this jingle. A for
1: jingle. Yes, that would be so awesome. But yeah, that's that's I, I love that you see that because I see that too. And I'm going to keep going until I get there. You do it. And so no, gonna- dream, no dream is too um, big or small. That's
0: right. I agree. I agree. Well, I've so loved our conversation today. Is there anything else that you feel like that's on your heart to share you want to say
1: before we before we end? No, I just, so thank you for having me on. You seriously are one of the best people I know. You've got such a sweetheart. And I literally thank you so much for keeping me connected in the community and inviting me to places and really being more of a friend too than just like networking. So I really appreciate you. And for anybody listening, again, I just can't stress it enough for those young folks that are even, you know, maybe coming to graduate high school or not really knowing what to do in the future that it is, there's never too soon to start. And the younger you are, the better because you're just giving yourself that much more time. And if you're contemplating to take the leap of faith, take it because you will not regret it. I seriously am so happy that I started my own business and now my even husband is itching on his side. So um, it's just very rewarding to just work for yourself and grow something and create a legacy for people. Um, So just keep going, keep fighting and dream big.
0: I love it. I love it. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to our conversation today. I just love having these conversations. Like it just fills my soul and get, I know that this is part of my purpose here on earth too, to have these conversations. I just always come away feeling so excited, so energized and so alive. And For, you know, those of you out there listening, if you have a young person in your life, share this with them. This is a great podcast to thank you so much for just being um, really authentic and sharing your story, Tara, and just inspiring because it is, I I know there's so many of us out there who wish we would have started sooner. So, (laughs) but sometimes that fear will really stop you and yeah, so say goodbye to that fear. But for everybody, again, thank you for listening. And remember to dream big and pray bigger because our world really does need you. Thank you, everybody.